Well, the clock struck 11, but 11.57's when it struck me that I just couldn't stay. So I jumped on my scooter, headed home to my computer, where that damn work firewall couldn't get in the way. But of the day and this day would probably break me with no nooner there to break me away but nooner's like a band-aid on the gravestone of the USA like a band-aid on the gravestone of the USA that truer words have never been sung cool like uh, we don't fix the problem. No, we are <laughs> we a band a little bit better. Yeah. After this, after the problem is already fully developed, we will come and 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 actually remind you where the problem is. Mm-hmm. Everybody, welcome is. to Nooner on the, the Smodco yeah. Internet Radio Network. Or maybe um, the USA wears this on it on its cheek as a respect for their dead cousin. That's a reference like Nelly. to Nelly. Thank ah. you. Hey, good job, old man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, you can listen in live on the Twitter stream at Nooner Dan Marty. Uh, you can join people like Christopher Brown, Tyson, and Steve Erdley, and Mike Finhawk, and everybody else. And there's um, a Twitter, I mean, a Tumblr page, TuesdaysMornings.tumblr.com. Uh, and there's the mail sack is actually rather turgid today. It's chock full of stuff, but you for can, those who don't know, what does turgid mean? It means full. So it's okay. full, and so just like get, and like to where it gets like stiff and like you know. So to has get rid of from, all of the turgid, you use a detergent, right? To get rid of. Okay, all I'm, of the, your mic's going off. I, I didn't know it was going to happen this I soon. I think but, that's. I think that's true. Oh, I can't hear him. <laughs> Is it really I up? wish, I wish I could. Uh, oh, I thought it was something malfunctioning. And no, no, I was turning him down. Ba 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 ba. He's back. Um, I'm not gonna. You know, I start the show off on. Why news. don't you introduce yourself? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a host. My name is Marty, and we are a podcast. Uh, and, and you, you are. I'm Cassandra. I'm a host as well, and I feel hot and cold right now. Mm, so menopause. Welcome. <laughs> oh no, not I told you guys I was getting old. Oh, there are the mood swings. It, it's it's uh, you caught it from us, and that's John. I'll never have children. <laughs> John is also a host, and we are Hello. a podcast where we just talk about stupid <laughs> stuff. The BlackBerry Company needs to send John Pierchilla a thank you letter for keeping them in business. <laughs> I know he has the. He's like they're like up in Canada. They're like we saw. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. Um, I'm not going to get deep into news, but I did want to touch upon the, the this thing that um, that people have been talking about a lot. But uh, the election, yeah, boy, that Trump guy, huh? <laughs> what, what's up with him? The balls on that guy, very turgid, very turgid, uh, turgid. Yes, the Washington Post they obtained a recording of an interview by People Magazine. Uh, reported People magazine with a spokesman for Donald Trump who was commenting oh, yeah. on the presidential candidate's divorce. I read, I read this. And, <laughs> right, you're very special. I'm yeah. seriously so glad that I learned that he was married to that Marla Maples. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. That was um, because otherwise, I wouldn't have, I heard the story and then I was like, I would have been like, who's Marla Maples? But because I'm on the show, I knew who she oh, was prior to the story coming out. So thank you. Uh, so this publicist was named John Miller, and he was explaining how, uh, what a great guy Trump was and how all these women were, you know, in the midst of this divorce, were trying to hook up with him, including Madonna. 
And, you know, this uh, publicist had a heavy Bronx, or I guess a, a faint Bron- Bronx, uh, or I'm sorry, Queens accent. And he uses the word tremendously. And he used, yes, uh, full of Trumpian hyperbole. So, of course, it was Donald Trump. Of course. And uh, throughout the 80s and the 90s, he would make phone calls to media outlets posing as his own publicist using names like John Barron or John Miller because he's an insecure egomaniac who needs to control every part of his image. Sure. And, uh, and you know what? That's, that's fine. Who and, among us is, is above that sort of I'm, thing? I certainly am not. That's why I, I pose as my own publicist. Here we are on um, this show. Yep. Please pay I wanted to let to you us. guys know my publicist Rose is here. <laughs> uh, oh, Rose? Rosa. Rosa. Oh, Rosa. Oh, Rosa. Oh, hello. Oh, hello, Rosa. Just wanted to let you know that Cassandra is a very beautiful lady, and uh, she's very funny and nice when you meet her in person, despite what you have heard. Uh, I'm Barry Smith. I'm Marty's publicist, mm. and um, he's a great guy. He's a good guy. Hey, Barry, I'll take it from here. <laughs> um, well, you d- sound a lot like Marty. Well, Barry. you know, I took a page out of Donald Trump's playbook. <laughs> So, but you know, it's fine. Like, I, you, you do what you got to do. And, you know, he even confessed to it to People Magazine. He said, you know what? It was just a prank. Yeah. No, I and think they it, have him on, on film confessing to it, like back in the 90s or well, something. Well, they report, yeah, in like early 90s. He, they yeah. reported on it that he, um, you know, he just did it as a prank and it sort of went out of hand, is how he explained it. And again, that's fine. But then yeah. on the Today Show on yeah. Friday, they played him the interview, and yes. he's like, that doesn't sound like me. Yes. Uh, I don't, never heard of this before, and, um, you know, this is, I, I, you know, it's a snow job, whatever. I have a like huge he, cock. That yeah. guy doesn't sound like he has yeah. a huge cock. And, yeah, he says, I don't na- know anything about it. You're telling me about it for the first time, and it doesn't sound like my voice at all. Uh, <laughs> and he says, I have many, many people who try to imitate my voice. I'm doing a terrible job, by the way. No, you're doing um, just about as good as... This sounds like one sound of like scams. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't <laughs> sound like me. And like, and he keeps denying it. Yeah. And it's just like... Well, but, here's, what? but here's what's sad. What's sad is that that really is his modus operandi, is to just say whatever he wants and deny things that he just said. What's really the... That's not the problem. To me, that's never the problem. He's not the problem. The problem is that people just accept that. That, that people just overlook that and that people are okay with that. I guess that's so. The problem. But not, not everybody is because we're talking about it. That's, so, I guess so, that's true. Some people are, are not over it. We but, haven't but, been okay with anything he's done. But enough right. people are okay with it that he has the fucking nomination. Right, right. But this just came out and it seems like, um, you know, I would have forgiven him doing something 25 years ago that was kind of stupid and silly. All he had to do was say, like, I was in the middle of a divorce. I did something stupid. I was doing a lot of coke. Yeah, nobody got hurt. And, uh, you know, it's just a stupid joke or whatever. But he's like a pathological liar with no integrity. And I just want to know how your mom would reconcile that or how any... No, I don't think my mom likes him. Well, that's good. But I tell you who she really doesn't like. Hillary Clinton. That Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah. No, she's, you know, she should be in prison. Well, Hillary Clinton? I texted my mom yesterday. I said, Mom, I just did my vote-in ballot. You want to know who I voted for? Oh, you are, you're devious. I know. But I think that, like, we have to have the capacity to forgive. And, like, the, there's another example. There was an, um, this... I want to ask a quick question about lying, though. Okay. Is a person lying if they don't... Probably. If they don't even know... 
if they don't know or care what the truth is, is it a lie? Because that seems like more like what he's doing. What he's doing, he he is by virtue of of that by default lying a lot of the times. But I don't even th- to me a lie is like I know what the truth is, and I'm going to say something else and try to get you to think this other thing is the truth. Like, is he lying if that is in fact what Donald Tr- Trump's truth is? I don't think he. I, don't I think that, that a lot a of truth. the shit that he says is Donald Trump's truth. Which but. I think his truth is that he doesn't give a fuck what the truth is. And so his truth is that whatever in this moment is convenient for me to say to get what I want in this moment, like a small okay, well, child. That, that we're going away from my point. I'm sorry. Okay, so I, I think he's just somebody who just wants to win. And yeah. it doesn't matter what, what I the also truth. think it's, that he's someone who me. genuinely thinks that the world revolves around him. Sure. And that whatever he can whatever he says he's a winner. is so, the truth. The restaurant editor for New York Eater, which is a website about that's, are you sure that's not a porn site? It's a website about it's so funny. Uh one of my gay friends, uh she's a lesbian. She was like, You guys can make fun of me, but I just subscribed to LA Eater <laughs> for like the restaurants and I'm realizing now what it looks like. Yeah, it's like the feminine la eater. <laughs> like, la eater. Uh, but this rug muncher. This guy Nick Solaris. That's he. Different. Oh, it. Yeah. He. Um, She's going for those sugar bars. I know. It's not sugar. There's no you sugar said, in it. Marty claims there's no fucking sugar in it. There's I said, sugar okay, let, alcohol let's in it, bro. Just let okay. me. Okay. Just what? Talk about what this new guy. NYU eater. Yeah. So he's a restaurant critic, uh, restaurant editor there, and he. Um, they find out that. 25 years ago or 30 years ago, he was a skinhead in a punk band that was like a in a white supremacist punk band, and you know he's all tatted up and whatever. But wow. he's completely distanced himself from that. Mm-hmm. He was a teenager, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, no. and they do stupid things and they they suspended him. So what do you mean, suspended him from what? From his job, the the Vox Media who owns Eater. dot com. Yeah, that's bullshit. Um. Yeah, and they he said, you know, he's left that behind him, but they found, like, a photo from, like, I don't know, eight years ago of him, everybody him t- posing with his band, his old bandmates oh, at a bar. Space? No, just at a bar, you know, like, they had... No, a, I know, they, but they find the photo, like... Oh, yeah. That's what you have to tell kids today. Everything that you do... Oh, I tell them. Well, we're, I think that, that we're, even we're tell, gonna, tell people my age... We're going to get... Everything to, that you do and have done. We're getting to that. So, okay. So, do, do you think... That Why, did you dig up be, some dirt on me? Yes. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, should this guy be forgiven for something? And, of course. How old yeah. is he? He's, in, he's older than... He's well, like I mean, uh, he, he, should, he should be... Uh, oh, wait, so eight years ago? No, no, th- like, this is 30 years John ago. John said that he was a skinhead eight years ago, I don't think I could no, forgive no, no. John yet. <laughs> no, like he said that he didn't associate with those well, people the anymore. The job done. Yeah, what? He said that he didn't associate... <laughs> it takes me as long as something to fall off a credit report to forgive someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, I'm just I, trying to think I, of... I, to, no, it's to, good. Me, to me, you, I, that, that's an open-ended question. I'm basing my yes that I would forgive him on on the premise, because I don't know, I'm taking your word for it, mm-hmm. that he has lived a non-racist skinhead life since this period... <laughs> And that he has been a productive member of society, not participating in oppressive, racist behavior since. Let me ask this. Does he go, um, La Caridad is such an excellent restaurant that it makes me forget that it's ran by a bunch of spicks? Is that what his articles say? Um, no. Okay. No. And so what is a bunch of spicks, really? I mean, they're smaller. I can than, say it. You can't say it. Oh, I yeah. Say I just did, though, like twice. Uh. Um, <laughs> wetbacks is that one all right? Ah! 
No. Oh, my God. Uh. Will Wilkins, our friend who keeps us on the air, is asking for a friend if we're taking Skype calls. You know, the last time we did Skype, it was... Uh, so fucked up. It was so fucked up. So I'm, I'm going to work on that and try to make that better. Don't, but, don't say no. Right? No, no, I think we will. Never say, say never. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, and we're I... We're going to work on it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely want that to be a feature, but it just wasn't working well for us. And maybe Will Wilkins, you can help us for it. Well, what's your? Opinion, We're actively Marty? taking tweets. What? What's your opinion? Yeah. Oh, I think that Forgiving I think him. that people should be forgiven. I think that you know, in the EU, they don't have the death penalty and they don't have life imprisonment. So they like murderers eventually go free. Oh, yeah, and that's I do. I do. I'm a strong opponent of the death penalty. But but uh, life in prison, I'm not so opposed to. If you've done a horrible, Why? what a waste of fucking money! I know, like th- these people can be. I know the recidivism rates the way, are very low. By the way, if your if your kid is somehow hurt and you go and off that guy, I'm going to look the other way. I sure. mean, that's uh, you know, I'm just I'm against state sponsored murder. Absolutely, I'm against. Yeah, but um, people make. Mistakes. So yeah. here, here's a. I think that if it was in state, high school, in, including the state when they kill people, if you're pretending to be a skinhead in high school, where did he grow up? Did he grow up trying to get in, chicks? Trying to get nice white. He grew chicks. up in England, like he where in that England. was like the skinhead He's thing was fine. huge. Yeah. What can he? What can you do? He probably doesn't hate black people. He probably just was trying to be yeah. punk rock and trying an, to subscribe. He liked Doc Martens. If anything, yeah. there's a problem with punk rock and not with him. Absolutely. Now wait a minute. Don't start hating on punk. Punk rock, is okay? fucking dead, dudes. Yeah, punk. Yeah, oh, but you must give reverence to what it did for you. To whom? To punk. To the punk movement. The punk movement is a very important uh, uh, element of the foundation of rock and roll. I was in the car. I hate music. <laughs> wait. What about Lemonade? I had a forty-year-old man play me like curate like and talk, explain every song on on that on, Lem- a on Lemonade. Trip. Yeah. On, oh, on that sounds trip. cool. It was not cool. I mean, I like it. It's just not my thing. But, Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm not the midge, okay? I like him. Rosa, yeah. please, could That's you control your client? She only like Beyonce. She don't like punk rock. Maybe she did in high school, but can we all be forgiven for these things? Um, this is Barry. I'll see you back at the office, Rosa. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take off early. All right, Where see you, Where are you Barry. going to go? <laughs> uh, no. Are you going to get lunch? It's kind of early for this. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should go get Bloody Mary. Said the place down the street. Which place? I don't know. I don't know this area, but I know you do. Uh, no, I'm, I'm... I have to talk, stop at the Chase Bank, though. <laughs> There's a Chase Bank on Colorado Boulevard. Where the Blockbuster used to be. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I used to do publicity for Blockbuster, too. Did you know this? I did not know that. You yeah. did a shit-ass job. Oh, fuck you, Barry. Oh, no, that was Marty talking. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I fuck you, Marty. <laughs> I cannot tell you guys apart. <laughs> so there's a, a comedian named Mike Faverman. And, uh, you know, he's a, a club guy. He does, um, I don't know. He, I, he's been on some TV shows before. But he uh, was outed when he tweeted at a, uh, not tweeted, he messaged a woman uh, that he had just befriended on Facebook and said, drinks? And then a few minutes later, when am I taking you to dinner? Then the next day, the woman responds, I'm sorry if I gave the impression that I wanted to date you uh, by becoming your Facebook friend. That was not my intention. Then he goes on a long tirade about how, um, uh, you know, I wasn't asking you out to dinner. I was just asking you out to dinner. Don't just because uh, I 
I was asking you to dinner doesn't mean that I, I was coming on to you. And anyhow, like you seem like an easy target with low self-esteem. Oh I also know fat chicks give good blowjobs oh. and are easy to push to the well, curb when you're done true, with though, them. Right? A plump chick with high self-esteem is like a unicorn out here. It's kind of refreshing and sad. At the same time, you must be very lonely and you must cry often. And wow. it goes on and on and on. Wait, but that person, how did you find out about that? With this woman, well, it, was, it was she, on the photo. She exposed. She, she probably, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Fuck yeah, she and did. And so, of course, all these uh, blogging outlets picked it up and made you know, all these sort of news lists and stuff. And um, the guy shut down his Twitter account and then tried to defend himself on Facebook and said, you know, I was stupid and wrong. And all these women are just like, shut up, stop talking. Just My guess is that his Facebook the page is gone now, too. No, no, it's still there. Oh. Um, and then uh, someone I know uh, posted all these other texts, that vile texts that Mike Faberman sent to other women. Who is this person again? Well, he's a stand-up comedian, writer, director. He's a, he's a do-it-all if you oh, look, no. go by his, uh, Mike. Um, well, what does his IMDb page say about him? Oh, well, you can look it up. All right. But, people, are, people comment on literally everything on his page. Yeah. Yeah, like he said to this you woman... You are a disgusting pig. Guess what? Every single woman on the face of this earth is out of your league. You are, aren't worth shit. And she saw right through you. Truth hurts, doesn't it? You are nasty, disgusting, and I wouldn't touch you with someone else's 10-foot pole. <laughs> like, on like a, on like a thing this, with Bernie that was the first, Sanders. And that was the first one, right? That was yeah. the first uh, the entry. Recent. But this yeah. is what he said to another woman. He said, um, you're useless. Can you admit that? You have no purpose on this planet except to be filled with dick. Um, and so he, I mean, the, the, the things that he said are completely vile and horrible and like his, but career, his star meter is up this week. Just FYI. Right. Right. So 17 years in com comedy are just like shot down the tubes. Like, like let that be a lesson to you, but Jeez. don't be a right. fucking asshole. A Fuck fucking, this guy. I, I feel I, nothing I for him. I, absolutely. Don't, don't, don't be an asshole. My exactly. question is, is there anything he can do to get forgiveness? Yes, of course. What? Well, I mean, for God's sake. Go to sakes, therapy. Well, yeah, yeah. that's right. But Michael Milken, right, like created junk bods and built, you know, senior citizens, millions Somehow of them. Somehow that seems of, like less disgusting than what, it's what not, this guy. Though, I know, no, no, no you're absolutely right. People you know? were like homeless because yeah, of him. Yeah. And, and, and he is now one of the biggest philanthropists and is completely doesn't wear a, a toupee anymore and has a, has a huge uh, foundation right. and is a and, huge and philanthropist. And he, he served his time in prison. He served and, his time in prison. And, you know, he's a great example. You're you're right. He was a vile human being who is now doing good for the world. So this guy, Mike, needs to go to Fuck. scumbag jail. Needs to make a bunch then, of documentaries like, uh, you know, The Plight of the Homeless and whatever it is and completely redo his You image. know what's fucked up is... Everything. How, the thing about the however old this, and the yeah, However old this guy is. Yeah. He's like... He's like, he looks really like he's old. His, yeah. Is he? He looks like he's in his 30s. No, nah, I think he's, he's in, in his 40s. 40s. Okay, well, so that means that there's 30 to 40 years of. <laughs> there's 30 to 40 years of like shitty, insecure misogyny just yeah. ingrained in this human being's yes. fucking stupid head. It's a, now, big, it's a big turn. It's going to be a big, big turn. It's a big turn. And also, make. fuck this guy. 
Fuck him. I don't uh, care. And you know what? If you watch his comedy, it's the hackiest shit. It's just like well, it's, just, it's like Jewish jokes. It's about fat women jokes. It's uh-oh. Asian jokes. That shit's just, out. That shit's not I like cool how you, anymore. I like how you buried the Asian jokes third so as to not like lead with that and see that that's what's upsetting you the most is the it, Asian God, jokes. It just that, makes like, me so fucking mad. Fucking buried that. Fucking you know, that Jewish, fat, Asian, you know, other kind of jokes. That shit's well, not cool that. anymore. You, If you're going to make when, edgy uh, jokes. never was cool. Well, well no, they have but to be like, jokes. Yeah, they have to be jokes. Yeah. If it's not funny, then you can't funny. say it's it so anymore. Crazy right. is like, it's done. Nobody on, cares. On his reel, like, people are pissing their pants laughing so hard at the shittiest, shittiest jokes. Well, we, here's the thing. We, we are not, if we're talking about whether to forgive him now, first of all, I don't, I'm with you, Cassandra. I don't give a fuck about this guy. Who gives a shit? It's up to him now. The onus is now on him to change or not change. In the meantime, who gives a shit about this guy? Well, know? because yeah, I mean, what does he does he need his public redemption? Like he fucked himself. Not okay. He so this is the, this is the problem. Jokes, okay, this is the problem. <laughs> so these guys who are getting banned from these theaters in L.A. for right. being misogynistic fucking psycho monsters, like Blake Hogue, who we talked about yep. a few months ago. So he left the city. Right. He teaches improv now in whatever bumfuck state he's in. So he's just going to do the same thing over uh, there. But and that's you know what's what? fucked up. You can find out about him, though, easily enough. Like now with social media, like you can go on Facebook and like see, oh, oh, this guy's a fucking tool. Well, and also like there's. That's what you were saying of like you, you, your digital footprint yeah. is deep and lasting. Yeah. So, but I mean, the, the point is, is that he's still he's still getting to do what he wants to do. He's just doing it somewhere else. Like, there's no, they're not going and seeking therapy. Well, they're just going up to find he, other outlets. No, yeah, but but he doesn't get to have influence over a large group of people. I mean, his anymore. career was ex- it was going. Yeah, he doesn't. Well. He like now doesn't get to have a, vo- a large. He, voice. he doesn't get to have co-stars and guest stars on, yeah. on sitcoms. That's he doesn't right. Go to, There's to other guys pilots. too who have been kicked out of UCB and IO, and all they do is they bounce from theater to theater to theater. Being and, scummy to, and scummy and scummy. Yeah, and and like I'm wondering, do all these artistic directors? They all know each other. Why isn't it just like a theater-wide ban? Like, I don't understand how it needs to go from, like, one to one to one to one to one. Like, they shouldn't be allowed to do this kind of stuff. A lot of these people who do this, yeah, you can just have, like, you could just think that, you could just be a misogynist and, like, that's how you were raised or whatever. Some of these people also have, like, actual psychological problems who feel the need to, like, harass and abuse women and have, like, these needs for power and all these things. Like, misogyny, if you're a rapist... That's not you being misogynistic. That's you having fucking mental issues. Yeah. And yeah. But and yet they can go from or if you're uh, a mentally abusive to women and you scream at women and you do these terrible things, you've got problems in your brain. You this is completely so much deeper than just being a fucking asshole. So Mike Faberman needs to go to therapy, and he needs to not. He needs to take care of himself. Right. He needs to not be in contact with women, you know. Well, with anybody. And And he needs to, I mean, sorry. Sorry about your stand up career, but like, don't be a fucking douchebag. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and now, of course, with all this shit coming out, you think that these guys who are shitty like this would like realize it's it's time to stop being so shitty. Yeah. But they're not. These things well, keep happening and, and I, every fucking day, and, and, I, and I think, and I think the uh, the sort of the court of public opinion takes care of these sort of things. I mean, I think, but that no, I think what Cassandra's saying is that the 
public shifts every time they go to a different theater. Well, but that's but but if you can run, but you can't hide. I mean, you can you you can go from theater to theater to theater, and eventually a pattern develops. And once that pattern develops, well, so you have to like thank God that we're in a time now where these girls are fuck, are brave enough to come out. Because they can. Because this uh, yeah. woman, this woman can go on and out this guy and look at the just waves of support that she well, gets. Well, I bet. I wonder how many other girls have similar messages from well, this no, guy. No, I, I just read them. See her. Read they will be inspired by her, and so, they will they will hopefully do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, eventually, like if as time goes by, people can be forgiven if they demonstrate repentance and they listen and they are you know they their actions reflect their new attitude and by the way it's not up to me but that that has to we have to be able to forgive people like when alec baldwin like chewed out his daughter and that whole thing went out and he called her daughter daughter a little pig like it was outrageous i mean it was it was a weird invasion of privacy that 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 got leaked but we forgive him didn't she leak it no, I think the mom did. You're uh, talking about David Hasselhoff's daughter. Oh, that's yeah. right. Kim Basinger, yeah, right. yeah. And we forgive Hasselhoff for his eating a burger so disgustingly. Oh, that, I, all that bread. I was looking at all that bread. He was uh, well, just you, chewing you, the bread you, anyway. You have the weird carb thing. Yeah, so. it's weird. Um, well, here's the thing. I don't, it's not... It's not when for you, me to forgive that guy. That guy has not done something to me. Right. Well, so true. he grossed me it's out. It's true. He, no, well, but I'm just saying it's not my place to forgive him. I, I'm with Cassandra. Who gives a fuck about that guy? Right. Like this, that guy doesn't enter my radar. His or, forgiveness you know. doesn't matter to me. What I know is that he is just another one of those scummy pieces of shit comedians yeah. that I meet every fucking That's time right. that I'm at an open mic. And, and, and every time you're great... You you rise up above that, and you get the atten- the, the proper attention. I'm and telling you that the time shitty, the time this is this shit's ending. It's done. It's not but, happening but then, anymore. But at a club, I mean, like, it, it is happening. But it's, it's somebody, not going to happen for much like, longer. An audience laughs at a shitty like racist or rape joke, or like it just it hurts me because I'm like really like I you know I try to be a, a an entertainer and a, a funny voice, and it, that's what funny is. Like I don't. I, I just don't know. Yeah, there had there ha- You can certainly make jokes about race, and you can certainly make jokes about. No, the, I said racist. Right, right, joke. exactly. Then that's the trouble. I think also sometimes, and I'm not. I'm not saying that's what this is. This is this. Of course, this guy is an asshole. But a lot of part of the problem is is that wrapped up in all of this kind of wave of of uh, push pushback is sometimes like my daughter said to me the other day. You know, if I said, well, I said. Um, well, you know, the black guy. She goes, Dad, you can't say the black guy. And I go, well, he's a black guy. That's not, you know. She goes, Dad, Dad, that's racist. I'm like, no, that's not racist. So in other words, kids are sort of, are sometimes not able to tell the difference between sort of hatred and oppression against somebody because of the color of their skin. Oh, my God. And just mentioning the color of their skin. Do you remember that? Did you see the triumph, the uh, yeah. the dog? Oh, yeah. You know, where they so said, describe great. that, describe the man who was just here. Um, oh. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jovial. Uh, he yeah, was a very energetic. Energetic. And, yeah. <laughs> You mean the big queenie black oh, guy? Awesome, the big queenie black guy. Exactly. The Anthony Jeselnik is a good example of a comedian who can make who makes the offensive jokes and who does these kinds of jokes, but does them well and they're funny. That because they, they call your pl- they call your racism into question, right? Sure, and there's yeah. also plenty of people who get really offended by his material. Sure, understandably, but like he 
he's just I think he he's a smart even Daniel Tosh who I think is kind of like some of his jokes are kind of stupid like he makes you know kind of more like race jokes or like rape jokes or things not quite rape but like he'll make jokes like that and it's just they're just set up better and they're just funnier it's different than like some fucking like white guy being like oh sorry I'm late you know I almost got ran off the road by an Asian lady driver like that's (laughs) oh no wait that's not funny (laughs) (laughs) no but i think uh, a lot of it has to do with status uh you know that darren says that the feed is chopping that we keep losing he keeps losing us for pieces oh okay sorry darren sorry Darren. just you darren is anybody else having that problem? Yeah, exactly. But let's let's do let's be scientific about this. Darren is the control group. Yeah. Are you guys having trouble hearing us? Um, uh, you know, I, and it's funny you say about Anthony Jesselnik. I am still, I am, I'm very impressed with the construction of his jokes. I, I mean, love his, him. his. He is a he is a, a truly great comedian. And for whatever reason, my my hatred toward like i have this sort of like uh that i have to work through this kind of like i see him as this sort of waspy privileged looking guy right i grew up poor right so so i look i look at him as like a sort of handsome you know privileged guy which may or may not be true i know nothing about him but i'm just and i'm not saying this is right i'm just saying what he says it and i just i just go oh you smug but that's i think that's part of it that's what that's why his jokes work the way that they work is because he's a good looking like really like handsome like intelligent white guy and i think you should facebook friend him I love Anthony Jesselnik. You should, probably, Easy there. you should probably go after him on Facebook. I mean, I think no, you know, it works. Get blocked when you, when you make. You want to get blocked from Anthony Jesselnik? You know what's funny about him too is that I've heard that he's like the nicest person. He, he would have. He's to great be. in inter- interviews. You would, you would have to be. He yeah, he's good in interviews yeah. too. Yeah. But like, he treads that line of offensiveness without punching down and without mm-hmm. you know. It's really he exposes our own like That's right. inner feelings That's of exactly hypocrisy. Right. That's you know? exactly yeah. right. And. And, and they're one-liners. Yes. So, you know. Well, and I think his ti- he just has impeccable timing, and, and, he, and his jokes sort of sneak up on you oftentimes. Have you is- seen his Netflix special? Oh, yeah. Did you, the, second, the second half of it where he's kind of like talking about what he does and all those things, that was the best part. Oh, oh yeah. We're like, but really early on, he goes, oh, wow. He goes, that one, that joke's a litmus. That one is sort of like, um, that kind of tells me how the rest of the show is going to go. Yeah. And, yeah. He, he, he's, uh, to me, a comedian... Um, creates jokes like they craft they craft humor Mm -hmm. and they don't you don't just get up and spew about the stuff that bugs you and you know Asian drivers and whatever that's not a comedian a comedian is somebody as you know being one who writes they write and they rewrite and they do the jokes until the timing is exactly right until it till it you know and and they can feel audiences and know which direction to go which jokes to do which not you know what I'm saying there's a real there's a there's of course a, a huge art form mm-hmm. to it and he is really at the top of his game for sure that guy he's the best yeah. yeah um so now is a time when i guess all these pilots have been shot and they're being shopped around and uh one of them did twin peaks get picked up <laughs> uh cbs they put uh they produced a pilot for drew which is a contemporary character uh, look at nancy drew if she had grown up and became a detective. And became Drew Carey. And no, it stars Sarah oh. Shahi, who's fucking gorgeous. But uh, hey, check your privilege, man. <laughs> but they uh, CBS passed on it because 
it was too feminine. What? They said that the show was too feminine. Too feminine or feminist? Mm-hmm. Feminine. How can, a sh- how can a show be... That doesn't make any sense. How I can know. it be too feminine? I, they, they, too female. Too female. I'm sorry. Too female. Oh, so in other words, it, 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 it wasn't going to... Men were not going to relate to it. Which is why, like, Sex in the City, of course, was hugely popular among men. I would men be happy and was to relate flop. With, with the lead for this, go- of this show, you know. That's so dumb. Yeah, exactly. You have all the women watching it because it speaks to their issues, and then the guys are all jerking off, I mean, to it. I mean, it's a, that's, a, that's everybody. You're in, that's inclusive. Yeah. The world keeps turning. The world keeps yeah, turning. That's it's, right. I, it's so... It, I, I, don't, I don't understand. You know, whenever you hear something like that, I always think it's never... It really is never... The re- there's, that's not ever really the reason. Whenever you hear something that's ridiculous like that, you know that it's something like, oh, my show that I'm getting kickbacks on needs to be in there, and so I need to, as the you know, studio head, to shut this show down. You know what I mean? There's always something. Follow the money. There's always something else going on. I'm sure that they'll, it'll get picked up by another network. Exactly. Hi, that's exactly Just right. Just because of the hype now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, if anything, CBS did a huge favor. I mean, CBS, come on. CBS CBS is like the poster child for boring old people. Am I wrong about that? They always have been. I don't don't know what shows are on what network. CBS has all those uh, awful shows that um, old people or like kind of. Boring, straight. People. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to talk too much shit about it because I know a lot of people who I respect their opinions who like the Big Bang Theory for some reason. Yeah. Um. So whatever. Uh. They have Big Bang Theory, although not anymore because I think got to, it was ended. They have two broke girls on CBS. They have um, the, all the all the Law and Ordery type shows are on two CBS. And Two and a Half Men was on CBS. I was looking at my IMDb and I noticed I think that like of the networks. I was on CBS almost exclusively. Really? Yeah. And there was like like one time I was, you know, not including whatever HBO. So and CBS stuff like loves John Piercello. And they have for a long like that's going all the way back to uh, like Nash Bridges. Really? Wow. Oh, when you were in San Francisco? Yeah. Oh wow. And, so uh, I think Blackish all the way to the is on CBS. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's the Isn't it ABC? Oh, you know what? You're right. I yeah. think it I, is I, ABC. I really like uh, that show. It, it's pretty. It's pretty sharp. So I should really take back everything I said about. CBS What's fresh on the, fresh off the boat on? I don't know. Why are you looking at me like I would? <laughs> Fuck you. Check your check your Latina that privilege. That was a microaggression right there. <laughs> Hi, I'm back from lunch. <laughs> you got some work to do, honey. I just want to say <laughs> you got some damage that control. She only look at you because you're the guy with the computer and because possibly you might have known. Who's, who's the Nothing comedian? to do with the fact that you are Asian. Okay. You just assume that John Piero did not know because he probably has not been on the show. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Who's the Asian comedian who is pregnant in her special? Who Ali Wong? For, yeah, who writes for that show. Yeah. Oh, she writes for that show? Yeah, yeah. She has the most annoying laugh in the world. I like, like, was watching her thinking, oh, she is going to be bullshit, and I watched the whole special, and it, it was really good. I mean, Well, she's funny, but her laugh is so annoying. Looks like ABC has all the diverse shows. Yeah, yeah. It's it got blackish, fresh off the boat, modern family. Oh, modern yeah. family is what is that? The diversity there is like rich white gay uh, and people? gay, oh. gay and Sofia Vergara. Uh huh. All right. Am I am I wrong? Am I wrong? Of course I am, but uh, <laughs> I always am. Probably, but, but I probably am. But 
are we not moving toward a ideally uh, where 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 the fact that there are gay people on modern that's not like at the crux of the that's just something we it doesn't matter that it's sort of like isn't that ideally the place that you get to where it's like there's some couples on them some of them are gay some of them aren't some of them are people of color and 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 we're not we don't need to point point that out it's just like these but that's are the title people. the title's modern family and you know what? Yeah. It, it took them like four seasons or so before they we saw them kiss. You know? Yeah. Come on, people weren't ready for that. Lord knows, I don't. What time look, did they? I don't want to look start. at that. What? what year did? They, excuse me. <laughs> what time does Modern Family start every night? <laughs> I think it's at seven eleven thirty. Oh, I think the eleven thirty uh, block. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's well. We all know gays stay up late. Yes, they do. <laughs> Doing that gay stuff. Um, Dancing to Rihanna. <laughs> it's like. Um, oh wait, that's gay. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, you guys want to know what the what the big gay song is right now? I the big I gay song. do. What is yeah. the big the big gay song? T- according yeah. to my big gay friend, TBGS. TBGS. What is that? The big gay song. Yeah, the big. Gay- <laughs> it's uh, cake cake by the ocean. Cake by the ocean. Cake by the ocean. By D N C E. Featuring uh, Joe Jonas. Is that how you say their name? D N C E. I think you say dunce. Dunce. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> dunce. Dunce. But Joe Jonas sings on it. Oh. Yeah. Cake you, by the ocean. Are you a Joe Jonas fan? No, but I like what gay guys listen to. And that's a, that's in a, uh, yeah. Cake by the ocean is some sort of euphemism, I'm sure. Probably for right. sex. Yeah. Yeah. For gay sex. Probably having sex. No, not no. gay sex, just sex sex. Just sex. Okay, what, what kind of sex? It needs to be gay sex. No, no, no. Like, what, what, what's the sort of act? You can have anal it? sex with a woman, too. If a, if a, if a gay man has sex what is with a cake, lesbian, what is, is that gay sex? by the ocean. Cake what by is? the ocean means sex on the beach. Uh-huh. Kind of sounds like it. Right? Are you trying to find it? Yeah. Not so serious, go out the street, Hey, so, Marty, what are we you doing this weekend? I'm doing it. You and me, you want to go see a movie or something? Or something. Wow, that was a very effective song. Yeah. That's a fun song. Okay. Wow. Get off of him. Get off of him. What just happened? You're going to break the headphones. Um, What was I going to say? Uh, What were we just talking about? God damn it. The big gay song. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're talking about uh, that big gay couple on Modern Family. Oh, yeah. So they, they first kissed in 2010, I guess. But I guess that was a few seasons in. But like on Kimmy Schmidt, like the, have you been watching? Like the, the, Hell yeah. that couple there, they're very cute. Like, and they, they, they're very affectionate and they kiss. And Can everything. I tell you about something that happened in my dream last night? Yeah. <laughs> Dreams are always fascinating. I know they're really always, always hard to listen to. It's just the quick part. The guy, the actor who plays Titus, um, was at a karaoke bar with me. And he, you mean Titus? Yeah, Titus. <laughs> he was at a karaoke bar singing Rihanna in my dream. That's it. That's, that's other a great stuff dream. happened, but I'm just gonna let that's you. That's a great that. dream. Is it just me, or when I hear Titus, I hear tight ass. Is that that's is you, that just me? That's you trying to tight tight ass. Tight to make trying to make a joke. Uh. I just, but that's what I heard. Um, Darren says that <laughs> Drew, the the show, tested more than fifty percent female. I don't even know what that means. It tested more than fifty percent female. Well, like the, like the Nielsen's, like they you they know the people that are however they do the Nielsen's now. The the uh, 
I'm, I'm they, sure. they give the Nielsen's to the fucking stupidest, worst people. Yeah. Sorry if anyone listening has a Nielsen box. <laughs> but I'm just fucking saying, people like my mom get the Nielsen boxes. My mom watches everything. Like here, All of these studios need to send my mom letters saying, thank you for watching whatever the fuck we were airing. Whatever would drivel we yeah well actually she doesn't anymore because now she watches like the bullshit on like i alaskan ice road truckers or whatever but like before but before she used to just watch every single sitcom and then i would always get a text from like you should be on this you should be on this and i'm like what are you even talking about what are you even doing about it mom i know right um tyson likes cake by the ocean all right, Darren also said that the the Drew show was written by two former Grey's Anatomy writers. That was a hella successful show. Yeah, and that their their other show got picked up by CBS, uh, and Shonda Rhimes actually got a pilot that didn't get picked up. Can you believe that? Who? Shonda Rhimes. Um, who's that? Who's, Is who's that a rapper? That? Yeah, that's a rapper. No, Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. No, Busta Rhymes' niece? No, she's the the one who created Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and How to Murder Your... Well, then no wonder she got shit picked up. No, no, she got... They passed on one of her projects. Oh. Like, basically, she has this empire, so it's a big deal that it didn't get picked up because it shows that... Girl, get that empire. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Shonda Rhimes. Get yours. <laughs> get, uh, get yours, Shonda Rhimes. If they gonna pass, find someone else. Mm-hmm. Shonda Rhimes just made my list of heroes. Tell us about Goat Boy. Ugh. Did you know about Goat I know, Boy? I was trying. I didn't understand the reference. I mean, I know. I, I sent know, the article. I think in the email. Bill, Bill Hicks had a character, Goat Boy, that he was. He did have a character. He had a great this guy character. Actually, yeah. wasn't called Goat Boy. I think he was called Goat Man. <laughs> I don't think he was actually called anything. No. Anyways, so this asshole, like. Thomas Thwaites. Yeah, so he was like, I'm tired of being human. I'm going to be a goat for a month. And so he... uh, Shit in his apartment. Yeah. Ate his furniture. Climbed all over shit. (laughs) Like was eating little little girls' dresses. Smelled like urine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eating little girls' dresses. Um, no, so he was pretty much. Uh, here's what I think. Okay, so here's milking, short, long story short. He wanted to become. He wanted to stop being human for a little while, so he wanted to become a goat. Yeah. So he had a bunch of scientists and all these things help him make a goat suit, and then he tra- he hung out with goats for a month, and he was a goat for a no, month, just for a few days. Oh, just for a few days. Now, here's what I think. Yes, this is the most human thing you could ever fucking do. Of course. No no goat no is no goat. goat is trying to be a, anything else. Also, you want to be a fucking goat for a month? Go live with goats for a month. Don't call reporters, scientists, journalists, yeah. and all these fucking people yeah. to let them know what you're doing yeah. so you get all this exposure. Fuck you. What is his name? Thomas. Well, don't say Thomas his name. Well, you, you're giving him. Pro- you're giving That's him the publicity he's seeking. W a i t e s. I'm just saying. Thomas Thwaites. See, see what you just Thomas did. It's not com. like he was even like trying UK. to yeah. like do like what Jane Goodall was doing, which was like learn about like gorillas or whatever the fuck she was trying to do out there. But like he's just. I think it was learn about gorillas. Yeah, yeah. whatever. I don't know. I think you kind of said it. Throw a bunch of shit around before the yeah, whatever. whatever the fuck she was doing. Fuck actually, Jane Goodall. Pretty much. <laughs> Succinctly said exactly what she was. All doing. right. Anyway, well, so that's not what she was doing. No, or what he, he was doing. He just he looks like a fool. He looks like he's got a, a a helmet on that makes him look like 
alien. Did you say helmet? He's got a helmet. He's got a helmet on. I'm tired. Oh. <laughs> this show's always well, no, it is always for the so little girl. He's a conceptual designer. And so he takes on all these crazy projects like sort of home genetic engineering. He he did a TED talk on how to build a toaster. And so he built a toaster from scratch, meaning that he mined his own ore and smelted it and like tried. And he dealt it. And he dealt it. Yep. And uh, <laughs> he was trying to create basically technology from nothing. Like, you know, if you had. Uh, Except that the, had knowledge, Age, of, the right. knowledge of the toaster sure. technology is no, not no, from nothing. Right. But he's saying, like, could you do that with, with Stone Age technology? And modern knowledge, and, uh. and so it's it's an interesting experiment. It made shit toast, but so I get what he's doing. Did it use electricity? Yeah, because it's a toaster. Wait, what do you mean you get what he's doing? Like he's, go boy, no, because mean, electricity is not is not a Stone Age technology. I know, but he was trying to use Stone Age technology to make a modern. So st- electricity is not a Stone Age technology. No, but he was That's trying to modern. make a modern device. Yeah, but he had to use the modern electricity, so so that no, no, that's to make the. You toast, want to make toast, not, to make not a toaster. toaster. You just fucking put uh, toast over for some fire, like a s'more. Uh, so well, he made a he made a bread box. No, because it you it plugged in. What's this guy's name? Thomas <laughs> Thwaites. Oh, it's the same guy. Why wouldn't that be so great? Oh, fuck this guy! What's his life's work? Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> what the fuck? He's what just, is this man's name? He's just it's your friend. <laughs> The Thomas, goat man. <laughs> he's just a pretentious, like... This guy's a fucking pretentious asshole. He's like a performance artist. I don't understand this stuff. Like, you know... This isn't performance art. This is attention-grabbing bullshit, Thomas. <laughs> Someone's jelly. Someone's oh, shit. I don't want to be a goat for a week. You want the attention. Guys, I'm I sorry it's so choppy. Everybody's been getting it choppy. I don't know why that is. Um, Let's see what Julie said. Julie said that... that Wait, back 17 seconds. Uh, wait, now, now Busta, Rhy- Busta Rhymes comment. What? <clears throat> well, they're behind. Yeah, so 20 seconds. But still, Jenny, Marie still said, in and out. Jenny Marie said that the day that she can listen live for a little while and the stream is all choppy. Fuck you, universe. Love you, Merps. And then I responded back on the Nooner tweet. I was in You have Twitter. control of the Nooner tweet? Yeah. It's very powerful. Yeah, I'm going to start tweeting some fucking weird stuff. <laughs> Go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go on. Go ahead. I will. I will. Entertain us. Entertain us. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Fuck. That pisses me off. The choppiness or the goat guy? <laughs> just your face. No. Um, no. I just, the choppiness. The other choppiness. people on the Nooner is... No. What's, what is it? The Murps? What is, what is Kevin Smith's umbrella thing? Smodcast. Smodcast. So are, the, are the other Smod... Are we just like... The redheaded stepchildren on there, or are the other people experiencing the same thing? That's what I want to know. That's what I always want to we know. We matter, if that's what you're worried about. Hey. Of course, uh, we never go on tour. Geisel's here. No, we, we don't go on tour. Um, Only Kevin Smith goes on tour. Do you? No, other people do, too. Oh. Do you guys go on Reddit at Why all? Why don't we go on tour? I don't know. Okay. Because nobody would come and watch. Would that's you guys true. come? Let us know if you would come and watch and see if we did a live thing. Do you guys go ever use Reddit? I know that. Yeah, Reddit. I do. Yay! Um, hey, it's Giselle. Hi, everybody. Uh, she's, yeah. she's dropped from the ceiling with a basket. And do you post on Reddit? 
Uh, yeah, sometime. And I'll, do you I'll, get like like obsessed with like whether people upvote it or downvote it? A little bit. Uh, um, so basically, uh, the way Reddit works is you post something on there, and if people like it, they'll upvote it. If people don't like it, they'll down downvote it. And the more it gets upvoted, the more it gets featured promoted. on the site. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, one time, my friend uh, sent me a little visual pun that was um, uh, have to do with a little bit um, an ongoing joke on Reddit. So I post it as a meme. I make a meme. And mm. I post it, uh, and it make it uh, to the fourth page, I think, or third page. It get a um, lot and lot of upvotes. And my friend and me was obsessed with watching it. it uh, yeah, where it, where it went. Go up. How, how go up and then come down and then it go back up. It have a resurgence. It's, and it go it's, down. Uh, yes, well, it, it's uh, that kind of... It's exciting. It's exciting, but... Uh, then it got... It reminds me of like like the IMDb star meter and how just like yeah. really idiotic that thing is and how your ego gets like wrapped up in that. Yeah. And it's so unhealthy. Yeah. After you know. about, we, we was watching it for about an hour or so, watch it go up and this and that. And then it started to feel a little sickening. Yeah. Like I just was tired of the whole thing. And yeah. So it eventually go away and I don't think I will. Oh, you're just saying that because your star meter went down. It did. It went way down. Oh, I bet I'm, to, I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. But I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. Why do your stuff? Well, that's the thing. It, it, it's going down, but it's relative. Another way to look at it is that other people's went up. You know. Oh, I see. And so, so mine didn't go up as much as theirs. So it went down, and and oh, you know, shit. it went way down this week. I know, right? What, um, pay but to it? all you have to do is be on Twin Peaks and have a horror movie. Opening all right, and, dude. <laughs> and, and, and your star meter goes What's straight down. What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? J O H N. All right. Uh, I thought your name was R- Thomas. Oh. <laughs> so I posted something, uh, just an article, and like it made it to the front page, and it was the it was the uh, the pick of the day, or oh, like the most popular post of the day. Wow. And I was like so excited for like ten minutes, and then it was like, oh, well, I, I still have credit card debt, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, that, that's an achievement, though. Yeah. That's something to be proud yeah. of. In other words, you you said something interesting enough that that huge group of people agreed that you had something to say. Yeah. Um, and do you want to know what it was? Yes. yes. Okay. The city of Chicago. Mm. Yeah. In 2014. Mm. I've heard of those. <sighs> yeah. Is that the future? It's the future. All right. Um, <laughs> they changed their stoplights, the yellow light. Mm. They changed it. They shortened the yellow light by one-tenth of a second. Oh. They went from three-second yellow light to point, uh, 2.9. And point cars nine. were piled up in the intersection. Guess what happened? People a, wrecked their cars. They collected in six months, uh, because of those camera things, yeah. $8 million more in tickets. Ooh, that's some which bullshit. See, which seems like, it seems like a trap, because if you've gotten people used to one length of time, and then you shorten it, it without... It seems like a trap. Yeah, exactly. It it yeah. was a deliberate message, a way to get more money. They're, Did they warn people that they were no, going to change it? No, they, it was citizens. Oh, somebody's calling. calling. Hold Who's on. Who's calling you? It, it was citizens. Who's calling? Mother, I don't know. Who is it? Steve Kruger? Give it to me. Steve No, I don't know who it was. No. Was it your mother? It was just a number. Jesus Christ. What is your mother's number? Was it Dan? It was Dan. When's the last time you called your mother? It was Dan and Bill together. Wow. 
they were listening to that cake on the beach thing, and cake they were like, "Cake by the ocean." So, hey, Cassandra, what? I did not look squarely at you until just now, uh-huh. and I love this top on you. Thanks. What a pretty color. Thanks. It's a green sweatshirt. It's a green sweatshirt, but it somehow just looks so bright and fresh. Okay, there is Thank you. government all I, know, I just noticed on. that you were dressed. I mean, that's all. When you walked in, I was like, she has clothes on. Uh, good. Yeah, that's You're a pig. <laughs> You're just like, girl naked? Nope. Uh, nope. Not, okay. Girl not naked. <laughs> naked, not, not naked. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the mic. Yeah, let me talk. <laughs> uh, so, in Chicago. Miami. Yeah, so, the, you know, they're, they're strapped for cash. So, this was their, their way to get Extra money, but it and seems there, like there was you somebody. Could some, that. No, they—that's the whole point. Yeah, that's because, ridiculous. So they a citizen still get with tickets, if they didn't, then if they, they would have announced yeah, it. But they—it's also the highway, the National Highway uh, Safety Board. They—they they say that yellow lights in cities should be three, at least three seconds long for safety reasons. So they were going against that. They went against the feds. They went against it's the very feds Chicago to try to. Them. Oh, totally. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, and it worked until somebody had a stopwatch and was like, "This is fucked up." Excellent. Yeah. And uh, how also very Chicago. Yeah. The Chicago way. Yeah. And so, and that's. Uh, and what's the result? The result is they, they switched them back and there's, there was a. They Are tried they to do. Are they them? No, they're not. They tried, to, they tried to do a class action lawsuit. They didn't, it didn't happen. Rahm Emanuel, the, the mayor, was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. Good luck. Did you guys see the bean? <laughs> what? Sorry, that's the only Chicago landmark I can think of. The bean. <laughs> What's the bean? They got a big, the big bean. Chrome bean. Oh. Chrome bean. Oh. Someday you'll find it. Okay. <laughs> a rainbow connection. The rainbow, yeah, thank you. I thank can't you. hear oh, those cool. words without hearing those yeah. other words. What The food? lovers, the dreamers, and me. Oh, all of us under its all bed. All of us under the spell. It's an magic kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I bet this sounds so good with the choppy feet. <laughs> <laughs> choppy feed. Yeah, we have very, a choppy we feed. We have a choppy it. feed. That's a good name for a band. Yeah. So after I posted that, I was like, okay, now, <laughs> now what am I going to get to the front page? You know. And so I was like, so desperate to find the next thing. Yeah, you'll yeah. just be chasing that like a drug yeah. addict. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I did get one more. To, oh to the shit! Page. There's yeah. the end of that story. Yeah, but but I'm now I'm over it. I don't need that's. I don't need. What's on the front page of Reddit to define me? What, <laughs> really, uh, I don't. what was the you second say that one now. that you get? Did you did the second one that you get be like, "Hey, it's my cake day. Here are my dogs." Yeah, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. God damn it. You yeah, fucking cheater. I still want to just go to the restaurant Choppy Feed. Yeah, Choppy yeah. Feed. I'm going to open up a food truck called Welcome Choppy Feed. Welcome to Choppy Feed. Th- there's what can a, I get there you? was a guy who What are our specials today? There was a Poke. G- oh, there's a Poke place down the street. I was craving Poke in the middle of the night. Oof. After my dream about Titus and karaoke. <laughs> Chef salad. Imagine like going out for karaoke with Titus and then going out for a late night bowl of poke with him. Yeah, How d- great would that be? Uh, hopefully Drinking I didn't drink Pinot too Noir. much because poke and alcohol doesn't sound good. Oh. I, I, I uh, cannot eat poke anymore. I was eating it almost every day at Bristol Farms. It's bad for you to eat that much. Uh, I was... And I was starting to pile more and more in the bowl and eating more and more of it. And then one day I like ate so much. I think I ate some other things too and ate the pokey too. And I got super ill and vomited all that pokey up. Mm. And I can no longer. I, I rid myself of my pokey addiction. That's too bad. In one day, yeah. 
Good Maybe someday I'll come back to it, but no, it was really bad. I was eating a lot of that shit. I mean, you're only supposed to have like a, like five ounces of tuna a, a week. Oh man! Well, I was doing really? like five ounces per minute at the pokey bar at five Crystal ounces Farms. a minute. Uh, so that's probably. over half a cup a minute. Giselle, yeah. did you see that video? <laughs> I didn't. I just of, put a tube down my throat and I was just pouring the down my yeah. throat. Yeah. There's a guy who ate a, an ear of corn on a power drill. Yes, I saw. On a what? On, off of a power drill. Oh, that's great. Yeah, he it took him like corn on the drill and then he just goes. Dzzz. And so oh, there was great. one of a girl trying yeah. it, the same thing, and her teeth and, came out. No, no, it caught on her hair. Her hair. Long luxurious Yeah, just big old bald spot on the top of her hair. I thought it was fake. Yeah, because it, it was so clean and like it was just and clean. it wasn't bloody. It wasn't bloody, so I thought it was fake. And then I looked online, and there was a video of her just showing her bald. Now will spot. that grow back? Yeah, yeah, it'll grow back. Okay, but she's like showing it, and it was a little bit scabby. But and she's like making sure that it you couldn't mistake it for being real. So I, I love it. Like if she's in the video, like eating like without a drill, like just eating corn, going yeah. Here's um. You know, the bald spot. Like, Did she so. just fucking, like, wake up yesterday? Well, get born yeah. yesterday? Come on now. She no, but she was a young girl. And she was using... to tie a, up your hair, even if you're eating corn on the cub, not on but a power But she was also drill. using... She now. She was using an industrially powered <laughs> drill. Like, it was a super, super powerful drill. Like, you know, it wasn't just, like, your regular off the Attached to a jet engine. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... But so anyway... On an airplane. I posted that, and that made it to the front page, so... Um, and that... Made me happy for ten minutes, and then I was for ten minutes, it. and then you noticed that your Reddit had made it back to page one. And ooh, everything ooh, else disappeared. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's the top of the hour. Oh, oh okay. Sorry, that was my. Mm, I, that was my okay, Marty. Um, oh. I am. I'm sorry. I'm back <laughs> for my second launch. Yeah. Um, um, this is Barry here, and, and that was just a technical error. It was not used. It, it was not the intention of Marty to microaggress against Cassandra. I just no. have to say that my client had full intentions of saying the whole speech, and then like your client like messed that up for her. Well, my client has a long history of technical mishaps and and errors. As long as we can agree that neither of our clients will have to communicate about this, uh, not to directly to each other ever again. Great, and I will okay. just finish this statement by saying that they are listening to the Nooner podcast on the Smallcast Radio Network. Wow, somebody is bucking work. Oh, wow. That is not the right sound at all. No, watch your back, Okay, Cassandra. do you want to go back to third lunch? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. All right, see you, Barry. Thanks. Adios. He'll be back. You think he's leaving, but he's not. I leaving. like Barry. I think he's nice. So he eats so his much. head some, too. <laughs> we have dark hair. Yeah, a, a contribution that we haven't had for a long nice blue time. Suit. Yep. What do we have? We have some, a contribution that needs a theme song, and I just don't remember. What's the contribution? It's like... Oh, oh, A hundred oh. words? What? I remember, I, the, I remember the theme song. Marty, what are you talking about? The theme song. I'm just trying to confirm what he's talking I know, about. I'm, Are you talking a, about a hundred words? Yeah. He has not nodded to me. I, no, I was saying go he's off. He's trying to cue us up for the theme yeah. song. I would do the theme song if I knew what it was <laughs> going to be about. I think it's the hundred words theme song. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember it? I do. Okay. How many oh, it's actually the mail sack. I'm sorry. I'm just wrong. Don't oh, son of a oh. bitch. Stop. No, it's the, the hundred words theme song. <laughs> the mail sack. That's, I like the mail sack. Yeah. Scene, How so. many words do you get when you write a hundred to a hundred and twenty words? A hundred to a hundred and twenty. Um, this is our 
semi-regular segment. Can, can I do it in the style of the new Radiohead album? Yes, please. Cool. Helmut is listening to it. How many words do you get when you ride? He's just on his way out, isn't he? He's sort of slowly... Slowly just heading out into the spirit world. He's just waiting for the, the law to, to like kick in and yep. like pass out. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> so, uh, Helmet likes it. Yeah. Helmet. But let me guess that it's not universally loved in the house. I like Is it. Is there any of this? It's much slower. No, none of that stuff. I want sad that he broke up with his partner of 23 years. Love partner? Love partner. Aww. And they have two love children. Was she the one that held the metronome, which made him go faster? <laughs> she said, come on, come on, come on. Let's pick it up, She was the metronome for it. <laughs> and after 23 years, he's, he's not, like, he's I, nothing I, without yeah, that metronome. Yeah, after 23 metronome. years, I'm doing it at my own pace. And I'm taking the metronome with me. Yeah. Wait, I need that. All right, I'll make it up without you. Let us know what you think of the new Radiohead album. I really do like it. It's relaxing. <laughs> it just sounds like he's deflating. So this is a writing <laughs> exercise where people write something that is just 100 words or fewer, 100 to 120 words. Yeah, roughly. Roughly. Yeah. It's, it's a brief, brief paragraph. Yes. Michael Binhock, Binhock <gasps> writes I'm in. I'm so excited and I just can't keep it to myself. She is just a friend. At least this is what I try to tell myself. I've known her almost a year. When she became our new roommate, we didn't cross paths that often, and we didn't say much more than, hello, or how are you? But then, one fateful night, she did call my other roommate for help. The wheels of her bicycle got stolen, and she did not know how to get home, because it was too far and late at night. So I got in my car and picked her up. On the drive home, we had the first real conversation, and it changed everything. Normally, I keep to myself, but after that, I opened up to her. When she came home, we prepared food together and had lots of conversations. I never saw her in a romantic way then. After three months, she did find her own apartment, closer to work. Some friends and I helped her move. After that, we stayed in contact. She invited us to her home for a couple times. We played squash or even went to the movies a couple of times, but I never had any romantic feelings for her. Till that time. Mm. She and a friend had a bicycle tour, and I did meet them for a beer. When she mentioned she will later meet a guy from Tinder, this was when it hit me. During all the activities we made together, I fell for her. Did I, have, uh, did I blow my chance with her, or did I even have a chance? Three weeks went by in which I kicked myself for not doing anything about it. Today, I finally took all my courage and wrote her a message if she ever felt that way about me. And the painful knowledge is she is just a friend. Oh. And this was that. I feel this was like that. Casey Kasem, by the way. I, while I was reading that, you know, did, did it? Well, that's and that was that. I know who Casey Kasem is. And that was that stand-up that's comedian that we were Chris's talking about. That's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and the voice of Shaggy. Isn't Shaggy. That, uh, Shaggy. Isn't that the that that was the stand up we were talking about, Thomas? What's his face a minute ago? No, no, yeah. no, no. Who wrote that? No, that, that was Michael, Michael Binhock. Binhock. Oh, Michael Binhock. Michael Binhock. Uh, first of all, really nicely written, just from a writing standpoint. Tension, drama, 
good pacing. Sadness. I'm disappointed for you. Uh, if assuming it is true, let us say I'm disappointed. Never say for never the, for the narrator. Yeah, never say never. But I was the narrator. Oh no, no, I was just reading. It. You were reading <laughs> the narrator's reader. words. Sorry. Your love. Wow, you are is coming true. Yeah, that's um, so narcissist. I don't think I've ever heard you read one. You did a good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Was but that was that I, Marty? I thought that was Barry. No, Barry <laughs> no Barry's left. at oh, lunch Barry with left. Rosa oh. for third the lunch. third time. I I, I, I should also, look up from my phone once in a while. Um, <laughs> um, it was exciting that the narrator put himself out. Yes. To to go for it. Yeah. And regardless of the outcome, in some ways, that's the victory to stand up and take a stand. You can't win if you don't play. He's standing out there like John Cusack. Was. You can do it. In your you would have always eyes, asked, "What if?" Like the heat in your eyes. Okay, so check it out. So, 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 Peter Gabriel and and Sting are going to be at the Hollywood Bowl for two nights. Oh. The cheapest tickets are like a hundred and fifty bucks. Wow, you for got who? to want it for Peter Gabriel and Sting. You got to want it. I know. I really want to see Peter Gabriel. Do it. Wait, can but you, I, can I you mean, just say? Can you say like? If I just see Peter Gabriel, can I pay seventy yeah, five? Exactly, can I pay seventy five? <laughs> exactly. Well, because like like my son, the greatest thing is when I turn my kids on to music. Uh, my son, so far, I've done stuff like you know, it started with David Bowie and whatever. I'll just say, hey, you know, and so I, I, I played so for him. You know, you should go check out so, and he loves it. And so I would love to take him, but it's sort of like you know, they're like hundred and fifty to eight hundred and fifty dollars or something Ooh. to see the fucking show. And you know, anyway. Well, wah wah wah. When are they playing? Uh, uh, this summer. Let me give you some advice. Yeah. Oh, yes. Call radio stations. No, because uh, this is what I'm going to do for Beyonce, Dodger Stadium. Okay. September 14th. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Get a I'm, job working security. Yeah, I can't. The her tickets are pretty expensive too, unless I'll I want to sit like top deck. Um, but what I'm going to do is, except that I'm probably not going to go, but. Like maybe an hour or two before the show, get on StubHub, and people start fucking panicking, and they start like knocking their prices down. And uh, you could probably scalpers, you mean? Yeah, because I mean, I bet a huge portion of those tickets are probably just bought in bulk by people who do this and resell them on StubHub. So, I thought you were gonna say an hour before the show, climb over the fence. No, at the Dodger there is Stadium. some spot though that you can watch stuff from the Hollywood Bowl up in the hills yeah. if you like hike up there. But With the telescope. I once went to hear you too at the Hollywood. Uh, no, not the Hollywood Bowl, the Rose Bowl. Yeah, because um, you sit outside. I could not see them. It was the one where they have the big mechanical spider. Who want to see that? But uh, just <laughs> sit outside on the golf course. You can hear the whole thing. Yeah, there's. How was it? I like them. I saw David I'm, Bowie with a giant mechanical spider. Maybe they they, they, <laughs> they just reuse, reuse it. it, bought it from him. Hey, what do you, you, not, you if you're not you doing anything? <laughs> Beyonce's like, see if, the, see if the spider's Can available. You see the spider's available? <laughs> yeah. All three of them, big the fans of the right movie back. Wild Wild also, West. Can I borrow your fancy pants? <laughs> <laughs> you got those nice glistening pants. So that was from the '80s. That was before Cassandra. You have to give them back now. You saw that before Cassandra was born. The yeah, Glass Spider Tour. That's right. They named a spider after David Bowie. Oh. Um, I would just say, um, sometimes 
it is worth it to spend the money to go see something yeah, fancy. Know. You have to weigh it in your mind and your heart. But this special occasion. Here's what's awful about great it. Memories. You're, you couldn't be more right. And here's what here's what's awful about it is that like I just want to go see Peter Gabriel. God best bless thing. And if he was playing with the police, this would be a whole different thing. But a do 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 exactly. Da, da, if it was the police and be Peter Gabriel, it would be a no brainer. But to go see Sting. He Talk about the tears of the turtle, whatever eyes and whatever. He's great. I know exactly. Me, me, me. I want to. I want to see. Are you snoring at my story or at Sting? A little bit. <laughs> he doesn't play police songs. Paul McCartney does Beatles no, he songs. Probably he probably does, probably right. but he does he them. Does. He does them in his Sting way and not in the police way. That's right. And What's the, the thing, difference? Well, because Stuart Copeland and Sting. Like are fundamentally just against each other, which yeah. is probably why it worked. Yeah, because Stuart Copeland, uh, Sting always accused Stuart Copeland of playing too fast. And His like, metronome, right? And Stuart Copeland is like, "This is fucking rock," you know. Like, this is how let's it's get there. Let's get there. So, um, which is probably why that that tension made it. I so feel much like fun. that's in a lot of movies where like the they have like a good song, and then like the rock and roll person comes in and goes. Make it faster, and then they make it faster, and it's a hit song. I've seen that. And there's a montage. Someone tell me montage. what movie I'm talking about. That thing you do? No, it might be The Rocker oh, with Rain God. Wilson. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Right. I swear to God, I've seen it in maybe one to two movies. I have to give a shout out exact to Greg. Maybe two. Oh, I was <laughs> I might have one sure. watched the one movie and then watched no, it again I when I was half asleep. I to make a shout out and like I got shut down for the shout out. So you'll, to have, Greg? you'll have better luck shouting out. Oh, the only out. reason I say is because I asked him if it was okay to do a shout out. He put it on Twitter. Yeah, but All right. it's a little bit private. Right. What up, Jadlin? You do, you do. All right. Twitter is a little bit private? Yeah. Like if you live in the Congo or something. If you... I send a tweet, I expect only my list to see it. Yeah. What oh, if good. you were living in the Congo and you were the only one with a phone and it was probably that Blackberry that you have? And like, <laughs> so you use Twitter as like a diary because no one could see it from the Congo. Yeah, um, that would be, um, that's a movie. You should write that movie. I'm going to write that movie. I think you should talk. I'm going to write that movie. Talk to Rosa. Watch out, Hollywood. And get, and yeah, exactly. Craig is an aspiring out. comic. and He's a comic. And he uh, was drinking heavily. And today he's 36 days sober. Congratulations. Who is this? So, Craig Nelson. Yeah, Craig Nelson um, at DJ Poe White Trash. DJ Poe White Trash. After 10 years of hard drinking every day, my dreams of being Bukowski never came. It was time for a change. I don't know that after 36 days that I would be so cocky about John. it. John. No, no, no. I'm just He's saying. Not no, cocky. no, no, no. He's no, not I'm being saying, cocky. If, if it were me, I don't mean cocky. I'm just saying uh, th- th- you're, you're still in a very tenuous Situation. I don't remember the last That's time. That's why you we support him. I support him. You gotta you gotta put that shit out there so I, that people can him. be like, oh, but I you already did thirty six days. I, it, I understand what you say. You you the type who want to keep it quiet yeah. until the eighth trimester. That's right. He <laughs> says he, he says he's rebuilding. <laughs> but you know what? Exactly right. But for some people, <laughs> for some luck. people, yeah. For some people, making putting it out there public makes them more accountable. Yeah. And so maybe that's what he's doing. I start fucking talking shit after four days without I, drinking. I, I, when you just can't find your alcohol. You've misplaced it. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's been four days <laughs> looking for my beer. <laughs> I'm sober and I'm sleeping better. I hate this. 
Craig, uh, congratulations. <laughs> Keep up the, uh, the rebuilding yourself. He said rebuilding me. Yeah. I think that's so nice. Yeah. It's exciting, and I'm proud. There's a lot of stand-up material that comes from going sober, I assume. I've never done it, but... Go to meetings. I, go, to, go to meetings, especially when it's good. When you're in a good mood, that's when you should go to two meetings. I ask him if he feels a change for him. He say he's feeling better, the fog is clearing, and he's working on some creative stuff, I think, for, a, for he's working on some creative stuff for a friend's YouTube gig. Darren yeah. Strait lost the feed. Yeah, I don't know what the problem is. It, I, it, I don't think it's our Why internet. Why even do because, this? What's the point? Our- Seems like you guys are going to have to listen on iTunes, and they're going to listen because they're missing the mail sack. <gasps> Did somebody say mail We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. You're plugging your ears and you have no headphones on. Yeah, that was great. So we've got two weeks of mail sack to get through. So I'm going to just speed through this, but give everything the care it deserves. Tsukino Usagi, who wrote uh, earlier. Tsukino. Uh, he says that uh, he's a little behind. Um, he says Sailor Moon, that's a character from Sailor Moon, and it's uh, Serenity for English, Tsukino Usagi for Japanese. My real name is Ricky, and I'm that rare breed you may never meet. Black on the outside, Asian on the inside. Oh, wow. I may even challenge Sexy Marty in the How Asian Are You test with my language skills in Mandarin, Japanese, and Korean. You win. <laughs> there you go. You win um, by like a chocolate covered lychee. Yeah, mostly Ooh. useless Asian Ooh. entertainment knowledge and slightly. But you want some frozen yogurt. Asian Asian American history knowledge. Uh, he calls you Cassie. Cassie. Yeah, mm. he says we cool like that. Is that are you cool like that? I guess so. All I right. mean, I don't love that nickname, but I do let some people get away with it if we cool like that. So. All right. Did I? I called you Cass once. I like Cass. You know who calls me Cass? Huh. Hot dudes. Oh. Yeah. Hot dudes call me Cass. Oh, that's yeah. weird, huh. Cass. I didn't know that, Cass. Yeah, cool. <laughs> huh. That's a weird It was just like something. I was like, so I, most hot dudes would be like, hey, Cass. Like and I'd be like, whoa, yeah. cool. Cass, that's huh. crazy. Um, of course, they also follow the you know calendar with uh, the hot dudes. They also drive cars. Hot dudes. Thing. He's saying that you're not a true suit Sailor Moon no, fan. No, but I'm just saying hot, like, no, like I'm, I'm talking about what I'm I have reading, in common with hot dudes. I'm reading like, the fucking They wear shoes. Emails. Yeah, they, they have two children. Two. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> you are a hot dude. Oh, thank you. Yeah, hot dude. Thanks. He says that you're so not a... So are you? Shut no. up. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, sorry, sorry. He's talking about me. Yes. He says that you're not a true uh, Sailor Moon fan until you know all the Japanese names for the characters. Uh, Oops. Yep. Everything is better in Japanese. Sister and I do... Uh, everything is better in Japanese, sister, and I do mean everything. Kama what does would, that mean? Uh, like when you're raping Chinese people, it's better it's if you're, better if if you're, you're Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, yes. I think so. If, yeah. Oh, jeez. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, just drink. Why? Rape of Nanjing. Um, what? Nanking. Oh, you're referencing something Nanjing? real? Nanjing. It's the, Nanjing. Oh, yeah. that's what, how the Chinese people say it? Yeah. yeah. What would you know? I want to go to Tokyo. Uh, Tsukino Usagi. So I can find this out for myself. Ricky told me how. Yeah. A clarif- clarification on Iron Fist. Uh, not mad at the casting, but disappointed because the character of Danny Rand is an egg and the product of 70s exploitation and cultural appropriation. Egg being white on the outside, yellow on the inside. Uh, Oh my goodness. That and the so fact many, that Marvel... It's so hard to keep track of all, all these foods. things. Yeah. Who's allowed to say them? 
I'm gonna have an egg. Dark on the outside and yellow on the inside is a donut hole. Dark on the outside. That's what he said he is. You're a donut what? hole? Who said that? Ricky. He said he was a donut hole? He said that I he was that. he was black on the outside and yellow on the inside. But he didn't call himself black on the I know, but oh, if you're, you're calling him a donut hole. I'm calling him donut. Yeah, she said chocolate covered. Yeah, she said chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that, that works. I'm saying donut hole. Um John, okay. do you have one? <laughs> But but is that a thing? Like a, it is it now. We just. I mean, if egg is a thing, a arduous. That and one. Oreos are a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and bananas are a thing. Banana. Yeah, uh, yellow on the outside, white on the inside. You're a banana. There we go. Shut up. <laughs> just because I, I failed out of Chinese school. A German on the outside and and German on the German on the inside. <laughs> a Wiener Schnitzel. Can so, I be? Uh, can I be German on the outside and Jewish on the inside? You can be both at the same would time. That, what would You're that Anne be? Frank. So we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she Dutch though? Who knows? She was in Miss Holland, right? Okay, she's dead. Split. <laughs> but to split okay. you open to. Just Ricky actually has a question. He says a lot of people said they would move out of the country if Trump became president, and with him now being the Republican nominee, who is who is packing their bags, and where would you move to? I, let them fucking go. That is just the biggest pussy like you know, thing to say. Like I, people, every that comes up like uh, like every decade or so. Well, I'm moving out if this happens. Well, then move out. Then fucking. This why is pretty s- serious. Though. Whatever. Fuck. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It is not at all serious. For God's sake, the the, the the Jews got through the Holocaust. That was serious. Did they? Yes, some, they did. They got them. their own. Oh, no, <laughs> they got their own homeland, and and it's hard to protect it and whatever. But I'm just saying, like the idea that Trump, it just seems petty. The idea that 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 ladies listen to the white man. So petty. Oh, I know. Oh. But he has no white. The Trump that listen hates to the, women. Listen to the banana when he says, "Listen to the white man." <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my goodness! Steve writes in. Uh, Wait, I wanted to say something. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Where we? Yeah, we we didn't answer his question. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah, oh sorry. Where are we move uh, John. John is an onion because he's white on the outside and powerful on the inside. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Powerful, thank stanky. You so powerful, stanky. Oh. <laughs> powerful, stanky. Powerful. He makes people cry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm white on the outside and I made people cry on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Open me up and I'll make you cry. That's right. <laughs> Bloom an onion. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah nice. Listen, yeah, I sharp. think uh, <laughs> lots of people getting very, what the word, contentious. Yeah. Uh, content, contentious. Panicking. About the politics. Yeah. And very much disagree with the other side. Everybody disagree and get in big fights. I'm going to unfriend you and you're going to unfriend me and we can never talk about anything again. All this, I'm moving out, you're moving out, don't talk to me. But here's the thing. Uh, politics is one aspect of life, but really what have more meaning in a person's life, I think, is your friends and the feet on the ground in your actual world. Uh, so if Trump become my president, it would not be my choice, but I'm not going to abandon my friends, even if they have vote for him, because... It's more important to me to have my friends and my own community. And Trump's going to do what Trump's going to do. And if it, when it affects me, I will have to deal with it and pay more tax or fight, you know, protest against the war he get us into or whatever he's going to do. Who knows? Um, but I still want to have my friends. That's right. You know, and, and, for, and furthermore, uh, the, you know, the presidency is just 
the executive branch, you know, and there's the judicial branch, and the, you know, I mean, it, you have three branches of government, and like, did Pete, you know, you're. Do you know what you, the other one's called? I know. I'm trying to think of the. <laughs> I hang, knew hang it. Hang on, hang on. It's the the. Uh, the legislative. No, don't give it away for him. The. Uh, oh, she just said it. It's that. Oh, you did. Legislative. Legislative. No, legislative is the. Yeah, yeah, legislative. Exactly. Except so, they don't let anything happen so here, whether we so have a good president you, or not. You are if you if you don't. Let's say you're a, a, a Democrat and you don't like what Republicans do. You are in far worse shape if you have a, a Supreme Court that is is you know a, a conservative, and if you have a Congress that is Republican. It doesn't even matter who the president is. I mean, it's so 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 much more of the things that you believe in are going to be in jeopardy in that situation than a Republican becoming president. Right. Yeah. The well, Netherlands still, is my answer. It's still you going through your life. Good, good one. Go to your <laughs> job. Yeah. Try to save up some money maybe to go to a concert. See, hang out with your friends. Exactly. Raise your children. That yeah. you're going to do regardless of what any branch of government or who is doing exactly. what. You're going to raise your kids That's and the have larger your point. friends. That's I'm hoping he point. gets elected Absolutely. because I want to abandon my friends That's and well, my family. Well said, Giselle. <laughs> you you know, you've been looking for an excuse. Yeah. You've been and just waiting and you know what? for an opportunity. You know what, Ricky? I'm not going to tell you where I'm going because <laughs> then everybody would know. But let's just say it's somewhere south of the equator. <clears throat> Ooh, real? Okay, if you were going, Rio? yeah, <laughs> if you were going doing to well. leave the states, where would you go? New Zealand. Oh yeah, New Zealand, beautiful. It's basically the same as here, you know, like, but smaller, friendlier. Yeah. Fucking all blacks. Meat pies, all less, blacks. Less polluted. Oh yeah. More fresh water. I want to go to the Netherlands. That's where I'm going. Okay, thanks. The nether regions. What? Yeah. Nether. <laughs> Copenhagen. 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 They speak English there, and my money's good, Wait, and they're all nice. Copenhagen in Denmark? Yeah. Isn't that the Netherlands? Uh, I think Netherlands is part of Holland. Yeah. Oh. I might Sweden. go back to Hamburg. Either oh, Hamburg would, or New Zealand. So then yeah. you would be a hamburger. I'm going to go to Europe. Ooh. I think we're no longer friends. <laughs> moving out. I'm moving out. I don't care who you vote for. That's a terrible joke. <laughs> That is actually, I think that's more, that's a larger offense to make a unfunny joke. joke. Yeah. I think that if you move out after Trump becomes president, then you're kind of like a captain abandoning your ship, you know? Like if I was to like leave the country and then see what kind of like stupid stuff that that clown says and how much he embarrasses the country every day when he opens his fucking stupid mouth, um, I would be like, like a captain wading away from a ship as I watched all the people die and sink. Well, plus then he wins, right? Bad. Like he's 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 left, and all of his opposition has left. And then what do you have? You Some know? city in Canada is like offering people, like, yeah, move here, we we'll take you. Oh, there's a dating service, yeah, that, that oh. connects Canadians with uh, Americans who want to who want to leave the country. Yeah. Canadian. Yeah. Uh, can That's say, a red flag. Can, I say one other thing? <laughs> can you finish? Yeah, can I finish? Um... <laughs> There was a post on Reddit of a... That's what she said. There was a post on Reddit of somebody who moved new into the neighborhood, getting to know their new neighbors, and everything seemed friendly, mm. inviting to dinner. But then all of a sudden, uh, at one dinner party, conversation revealed that all the neighbors have very, very different political and uh, social views than, mm. than the... 
the person writing. And they say, I don't want to be friends with them. Somebody commented on this and said, listen, here's another point of view. A couple of friends of mine, they are lesbians, and they live in a community that is very conservative. And instead of saying, we're not going to live here, we're not welcome, we, we hate you and you hate us, they stay and they become part of the community and they uh, join in and help out things and they are uh, try to show a good example mm-hmm. of people's just people That's and right. making friends That's with right. the people you disagree with. That's so right. maybe if Trump become president and you're unhappy about that, stay mm-hmm. and become friends with people who vote for Trump and if we find a common humanity. That's right. La, 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 la. I think I you could. missed the point of his question. No, I don't think no, she don't did think at all. I think you exactly okay. got the point. So Steve writes yep. in from San Antonio. Hey, Marty, long-time writer, first-time listener. Something has been on my mind what? of late. Long-time writer, first-time yeah. listener? He's, he's, he turned it around. Uh, yeah. funny. We have Black Lives Matter. We have Blue Lives Matter. What's Blue Lives Matter? I don't know what that is. Uh, I'll Google it while you keep reading. Thank you. We even have Trans Lives Matter. Avatar? The movie? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, what's the, what's the what's planet called? Or algae? Algae. Blue-green algae. Blue-green lives matter. <laughs> Donald Trump has made headlines for saying negative derogatory things about women, blacks, Hispanics, and Muslims. No one is writing headlines about his attack on the Native American peoples. He walks around... All day, every day, in full red face. No one says anything. I say no more. Stand with me, Nooner. This morning show. Native American lives matter. Uh, wait, he says that's too long. How about red lives matter? Love you. Bye, Steve. He was making a joke about his tan. His tan. I would say it's more orange. It do look a little orange. orange. Lives matter. Yeah, I think Oompa Loompa is just around, matter. Oompa Loompa around matter. his that's eyes. Right. Yeah. is white. It's white on I don't, his I, eyes. It's just like why can't he just like get fill those gaps in? <laughs> too busy. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is Blue Lives Matter a police thing? Oh yeah, that's for the oh. dedicated oh. to the warriors who stand on this line, to those who wage war in the streets. Blue Lives Matter originated from the incident in Ferguson. I think this is for cops. Yeah, because of all the the police protests, and I, you know, police matter, but they they certainly have a lot more power than black people do in this. That country. seems like some no. white ass shit. No, they do not. <laughs> Go on. The police have more power than blacks do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, they do. There's, I believe, there's probably. Well, I mean, first of all, John. First of all, the police. A, a good percentage of police are black. I mean, not a good percentage. Well, yeah. I mean, like a normal, like maybe in L.A., like a, like like a higher percentage. No, a higher percentage of of blacks are police officers than are blacks are of society. In other we words, they are more greatly represented in, in for the when police the four of us start talking about shit yeah, like, we don't know anything yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. doesn't matter. Do you know that sixteen percent of the population is black? Yes, I did know that, and We're I know all of them. Shit. They're all my We're friends. We don't know nothing about. We're talking about like from black. Santa Monica. We don't know Equally, yeah, about. exactly. We um, have a we have a buffet every Sunday. Me and all the sixteen percent of the blacks in the United States. Wow. Micah from Denver writes in. Hey, Newt. Uh, <laughs> what do you eat? <laughs> Micah from Denver writing. Hey, but what a dog. Stuff that you like or stuff that they like. Try, try to have a mix. You know, yeah. Casseroles. You know, um, break it up, chitlins. Uh-huh, I lo- uh-huh. actually, but I, I, by the I way, I think we're moving on. Hey, John, I want just want you to know that I love, um, <laughs> John. You're just trying to talk to say something right now. No, I'm not. Well, we okay. were talking. Yeah. I'm trying to not be a racist. 
Oh. <laughs> it's really hard. I have a good, I have a good <laughs> suggestion for how to do that. <laughs> Zip it! <laughs> um, Micah from Denver writes in, uh, Hello, Noonerites. Your discussion on Marvel and their problem with casting decisions got me thinking. A big trope in the old days of comics was, white guy goes to mystical Eastern Asia, obtains skills. Um, he's more wonderful at uh, than said indigenous peoples. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. We saw that in the beginning of the Dark Knight thing. Um, comes back to America, buys spandex, starts avenging crime, and beats up Dr. Doom once or twice. Awesome. And I believe that's a bit insulting. Also, Marvel had a bad habit of not exactly having the most progressive views on Asian cultures back in the day, or any cultures. I mean, Shang-Chi, master of kung fu, is almost unusable since his main villain was his father, Fu Manchu. This leads me to my question. How far do you think Marvel should distance themselves from these racist roots to bring these characters uh, to the big screen? Is it ever acceptable to whitewash a character to get away from a horrible stereotype? For the record, I believe they should work on the most, the more inclusive and diversify the hell out of some of the main characters, but I'm a little unsure about some of these supporting characters. Also, Iron Fist, Danny Rand was always a blonde white guy, yep. And I believe they're whitewashing, whitewashing the supporting cast as well. An alternate theory might be they're just doing this because of the Chinese market. A lot of the Chi- Asian journey tropes have them ending up in Tibet, and that me- might be perceived as a source of tension to the second biggest movie-going market. Uh, wow. Dense stuff. Keep picking that fuck, fuck Micah in Denver. I, I think there's a, there's some valid points in there. Uh, uh, what, what, Are I, we, what, we but s- what I don't understand is what is insulting. What's insulting about somebody going to an Asian culture and learning their ways and coming back here? That's the part I didn't get that it, was it's insulting. Not, it's sort of it's, it's about cultural appropriation and like if people like back in the seventies. People were uh, really into martial arts films. Like that was a big part of uh, urban culture. You yeah. know, you look at that. That's like the roots of the Wu Tang Clan yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was part of that. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah, exactly. Da 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 Right. I come back to the mic to laugh at that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so. Thank you. That was a good one. The the problem is then what they did was put use that medium of martial arts thing, mm. things and then in this country have white guys doing that in comic books and in and in uh on television how's that insulting i don't know if we but should wh- call it marvel's racist past no, no no i don't think it's racist i don't think i, mean, I think that that's just what was up but yeah, like like martial arts culturally aware why would you why would you not do an effective thing no, in order I think to they're saying why wouldn't you just have the asian guy come out and have an asian lead well i mean yeah. bruce lee and and uh, uh jackie, chan. jackie chan and um you know stephen chow and i mean these guys are all yeah but this is yeah i mean bruce lee did this uh jackie chan his first movie i think was in 1980 like the first u.s movie he did and um the big brawl it was pretty cool uh but, kung fu hustle baby but no but that that's later mm-hmm. but like the this Mike is talking about in like in the seventies and early eighties, like you know, you would have the white guy going to Tibet, like becoming the best fighter that they've ever had, and then right. coming back. And like, how to me, that's the opposite of insulting. That's like, that's like you went well, to you, you couldn't get this, it here. The Chinese guy come and because the white guy because it's a white guy drawing it, and the white guy draws what he knows, and so he, the white guy is an right. extension. And because of why would the Chinese guy want to come and save that's lives exactly in America? Right. He, he, the, the white guy is like the, he's imagining himself going and becoming the superhero and right. like coming back. So I mean, I I I'm with you. 
but it's a little bit culturally narrow. Like it's not really. It's you know, not though, and it's, it's not. not it's sure not it giving like, Marvel a not, lot to pull from. It really is now. No, it, there's a lot. There's a lot of real racism, and there's a lot no, no, of. Real, I didn't say it was that's, racist. That's, I'm that's, saying it's just very culturally narrow. Like why? Why not make a story about? A, a, a character of color. You know? So then they can make. So then, they got to make new comic books. Yeah, but, gotta, but they that's didn't. Exactly right. They got to right. make new comic books. Right. That's yeah. exactly but, right. And I'm saying that, that this was just of the time. Yeah, like, that's exactly you know, right. You're writing for a bunch of white kids reading. You're comic a white books. person writing for a bunch right. of white but people. So, but that's like right. now, people are more enlightened and they're more interested in telling like interesting real stories. Like you, you look at Avatar: The Last Airbender. Two white guys make this incredible world that is completely asian and that, like that is interesting i mean there was you know like when i like to me the, did what you I, hear what i just said until yes, m night okay. Shyamalan got his little paws on I it know, exactly. I, to, to, like there was a huge native american like uh wave of sort of like back in the 70s when i was small like 7-eleven had like comanche on uh, uh, uh or cochise or whatever chief joseph or these guys were like on Slurpee cups that you would only collect, and there would be in D.C. where I was, there would be a huge annual like gathering of all the Native Americans on the mall, and like everybody would go there. There was like a there was a really big, um, you know, uh, what's the word I want to say? Just it, attention was sort of paid to this. Now, some of that attention sort of turned into was very superficial, and sort of you know, I mean, a lot of the people were just going so they could sort of whatever smoke weed and dance around with feathers on their heads. But I think for some of us, it kind of like the idea, we weren't being taught these things in school. I mean, nobody was talking about these people in school. But I don't know if 7-Eleven is the authority no, on no, no, just, Native I, American culture. No, they're not at all. I'm just saying that that, that was like a, a, a uh, cursory sort of byproduct of this massive attention that was being paid to the Native Americans. And, and like movies were being made about it. And, I, and I'm just saying, yes, a lot, a lot of it is superficial and a lot of it is inaccurate and a lot of it... but. I, nobody was talking about in school was talking about the plight of Chief Joseph, and you know nobody was talking about these things. I learned them as a result of this cultural phenomenon, right? And so that's why I don't fault Marvel. Yeah, but the, it's it is culturally narrow, and it led to us having more culturally rich comic books. And I think so. Yeah, and I, like they are taking steps in the movies to to be more inclusive mm-hmm. uh, of. Black people. Falcons black. Yeah, but certainly not Latinos and uh, Asians, you know. Olivia like, Munn, she's somewhere in there. Oh, yeah, Asian. she's half uh, Something Korean. Like that. Kato. Yeah. Um, all right, that's enough for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, but, you know, you never see an Asian male in a, like, a lead role, like, in yeah. these action movies. They're just not, they're kind of weird looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Peter W.G. writes they're in. not yeah, good looking. Uh, just kidding. Marty, what? What would you say, Cass? Ooh. <laughs> Everything just hot. changed now. He's hot now. Marty, what would superhero would you like to play? Uh, Matter-eating lad. <laughs> he was the... Who? He was the guy in the, you know, in the 30th century who could eat... Came from a planet where they could eat everything. I thought of and a... Super- so he would eat his way out of prison and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. I thought of a superpower that I have. I'm really good at organizing cabinets. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I just, all of a sudden I pictured you in your spandex, you know, okay, fucking but, going, da, da, but you da, know, da, leap, da, leaping into the, the towels but yeah, <laughs> you know, it's one thing to have a superpower. It's another thing to be a hero. And if you want to be a hero, 
New York yeah, kitchen. That's oh, right. Nice. Listen, guys. There sometimes are, I go into your kitchen. The cabinets are that way. And I get, I get a hunger to do it. Yeah, I would love to organize your, your cabinets. Your spidey sense starts tingling. Yeah, I, I would really, that would make are me you, happy. You can see that a oh, lot of I'm his cabinets are, uh, are open. Oh, and they're sort of like, they're there's things me. hanging out of them. They're yeah. teasing me. Oh, I'm calling to you. I'm so excited to just dump like half of it and just like. You should have a garage sale. What's the oldest spice you have in there? How, how long have you had? I found something from oh. 2002, I think. <laughs> I have I have hair gel that is like 20 years old, literally 20 years old. You still use it? I still use it, yeah. It, like, I'll, I'll go you get it. You use hair gel? <laughs> well, just if I, you don't it, seem to use hair gel. No, if I'm going for, for an audition. Your very soft and... jeez. Oh, All right. Peter, Peter W.G. says... Uh, Good nooner, madams and sirs. It's been a while, and I've been busy. Unfortunately, Tuesday mornings are staff meetings, so I hardly get to hear any of the pod live. Just wanted to say thanks, as always, for the free funny and keeping me sane whenever, wherever I am. I was just unofficially promoted to senior project manager, Ooh. and I'm a bit overwhelmed. Congratulations. Oh. Going forward, I will have little to no social life, but if there is ever a non-Tuesdays uh, cast going on, love to drop by. Yes. Open door policy. Um... I want to imagine what Peter W.G.'s uh, staff meetings are like. Okay, guys, we've got to get out there and move some stuff. Move and some um, stuff, get some sales. Have you going. guys been welcome get to Long sales. Beach yet? Get welcome. Some, well, welcome to Long Beach. we got to set up the AV system. <laughs> uh, do you know last time I was in Long Beach, they have like a thing that like... Did offered. you just say Juno? Did you know... That uh ew. Oh yes. Marty just brought in his look at, look at twenty that. year look, old. Look at that that font or whatever. If that, that is, is not really the twenty 80s. years old. Holy. Let's take a picture. You have to I, I used that for an audition last oh, week. Yeah. It's the nineties. Nailed it, but did Marty, not book it. No, I don't Marty in it. That's the eighties. This is more than twenty years. No, it's early nineties. That looks like nineties. Because they it was it was in the cheap section of the of the C V S. So you just bought it. Uh, no, no. Oh, it is 20 years old. It is 20 years old. L.A. looks absolute styling. Uh, Peter, congratulations. That's such great news. And we'd love to ha- see you uh, whenever you're available. And, congratulations. Uh, and, uh, Do you get a raise too, Peter I hope you got a big fucking raise. You deserve it. Put some money away. Buy it. You know paid. what you should do, Peter W.D.? You should go to the Sting Peter Gabriel concert. Well, here's how you know this stuff is well, he's old. He's working it. Here's yeah, how you, that's right. He's probably setting he's up. He's probably like, oh, fuck these old men. Check, check, Mike, check, check, check. <laughs> here's how you know this stuff is really old. It was made in the USA. There you go. It's probably that's made out of like horses, too. Irvine, uh, California. Drake like writes something in. Something fucking insane. <laughs> Drake writes in with some mail statements. You guys and girls are all great. Love the pod. Have a great Tuesday. Thank you, my, uh, Drake. Much appreciated. Chucky Julius writes in, hey gang. Chucky Julius, that's a name. This is my first time writing to you. Let me start off by saying I've been listening for about two years now. I got hooked on you by accident, I must say. I'm an avid listener to Tell Him Steve Dave and saw that Ming Chen hosted This Morning Show, so I checked out his podcast. That's when I discovered you, when you were still This Morning Show. At first, I wasn't too sure of the show. Well, fair oh, enough. Yeah, yeah. But there's something mesmerizing about Giselle's voice. Oh. Perhaps it's my German blood. Oh. People in the show have come and gone, but I still love listening every week. Now for my one complaint. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. Here it comes. I'm ready. So I'm, I'm listening with an actually, open heart. It's actually it's somebody who's under the table. Uh, I've been noticing how the podcast has been posted on a not-so-timely basis. 
I think I've discovered a correlation as to why this is happening. Every time Quare says something mean about Kevin Smith, the podcast has been posted about a week late. So please, please, <laughs> please, Cassandra, tell Quare to shut up. Hush up, he says. Whoa, that's Thanks a conspiracy. Money, Chuck Julius. That is a conspiracy. Quare, get up here. <laughs> Get over here, Quare. Oh, yeah, I, I saw you hiding there, Quare. Quare, stand Why? strong, Quare. Stand strong. I don't want to. Freedom of speech, Claire. I don't want to be on this. You have to stop saying mean things about Kevin Smith because apparently it gets our posts. What is it? A week late? Yeah. yeah. Are you? Yeah. I don't possibly see how this how it could be blamed on me. Just, I do Quare, not. It's not understand. funny. It's not funny. Kevin Smith doesn't even listen to no, our shut podcast. Up, shut, cut, cut, cut a mic. Queer. Okay, yeah. Stop it. I think Queer's getting a little bit older. Queer's growing in front of our eyes. <laughs> she's becoming a woman. Well, she's becoming she's, a woman. She's starting to see exactly the nature of how the world works, like right here. Do, yeah. You know? Do you remember that song Innocence by uh, what is his name? Diamond. Diamonds. Neil. Neil, Neil Diamond. Neil, girl. You'll be... Uh, no, no, that's not Neil Diamond. It's a girl. Yeah, yeah, You'll be a woman, woman soon. soon. Please, please come take my hand. That's Neil Diamond and covered by Urge Overkill. Oh, I for, like that song, uh, but Pulp it's Fiction. a little yeah. bit creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it? He's going to say, he's saying, you'll be a woman soon and uh, come, come take my hand. I'll be your man. She's not even a woman yet. It's going to be soon and he just want to... There's a there Call was a her cast. there's that a one. band around the same era called Gary Puckett and the Union Gap Band, oh, yeah? and they sang that song. Young girl, get out of my mind. <laughs> my love for you is way out of line. Better run, girl. Boingo, boingo. Young girl. Yeah. I'm much too young to know what that song is. Why yes. do you have such a deep? Strong singing voice. Just loud. Who? No, that was. Didn't he just? He, he should got, do a do a triad with. What is this person's name? <laughs> um, Chucky Julius. Yeah, Chucky tickets. Julius. Is it? Is it a combination of food court uh, stores? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know Chucky e. Cheese and, and Orange Julius. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Of. <laughs> good. Chucky Julius, I have this to say to you. Fuck you and fuck hey, Kevin Smith. Come here. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. I, wasn't, I was not fast enough on the knobs. Come at right. me, whoa. <laughs> well, wait. I've been to prison, motherfucker. Why I'm not scared of nothing. Where? You think I'm afraid of death, you fucking dead wong, bitch. Where did you get a straight razor? I pulled it out of my garter belt. Jesus Christ. Wow. Why are you wearing a garter belt? Because <laughs> she's a badass. I'm going back to sweep inside of Cassandra's shoe. Everybody shut the fuck up. Well, uh, I'm really sorry about that, Chucky that, no, Julius. I, think I don't think that there's I, a direct correlation, but if there is, um, I'll try to keep the uh, I, I queer gotta, under control. Yeah, please do. And I would like to hear... Uh, I think queer's just trying to get Kevin Smith's attention, to be honest. Fair enough. Giselle, what would you like to hear? I would like to hear Chucky Julius's voice. Maybe Chucky Julius, maybe call into the Skype line. And I feel like Chucky Julius... Uh, say hello. Sounds like an old, smooth-talking jazz guy. Um, hey, baby. Chucky, Chucky <laughs> Julius. I'm yes, Chucky Julius. Okay, Chris Miller writes in. Uh, guys, I got I to gotta get through these. I'll be with you. Morning, Murps. Hold Chris up, Miller. baby. Let me just snap my, snap my sax case closed. Wishing you a good morning, Chris Miller is. Today, I come to you with morning. a bit of a dilemma. 
yeah. As I've mentioned before, I'm an aspiring writer who hopes to move to LA someday soon, like everyone else. My best friend recently told me he's moving to LA and Ooh. offered me a room. Do it. It's extremely tempting, especially given I was laid off not too long ago. Sorry about that. But I have no job lined up, and I wouldn't even know where to begin in reaching my goal. I want to pursue this because I feel like I'm never going to reach my potential working retail, but the climb seems incredibly daunting. Any advice is appreciated. Uh, wherever retail store that you work at, maybe they have a location out here that you could transfer to so that you come out here with a job. Very good. Um, if you already have a room, that's always good. The rent out here is very expensive. Um, and it's never going to happen unless you just try to do it. Come out here and meet people. Yeah. Plus, and, oh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it because not, because pe- no. Pe- no because no. because people that you say don't do it to who really want to do it won't listen to you if you say don't do it. So oh. you really only, reverse psychology. You only, psychology. Right, you only want to get the people Where's that are Chris really Miller committed. This is Chris San Diego. Miller. San Diego. Oh come on, that's, dude! It's that's fucking, fucking two Jedi hours. Mind like, trick. Yeah, get up here. What are you scared well, of? Here's the thing oh, I would oh, say yeah? is that like one, you need a source of income, and yes. that's really important, and. Two, if you want to be a writer, I would say that uh, there's actually, I think it's a UC San Diego um, psychologist came up with this concept of del- deliberate practice. And like, it's not enough just to say that you're going to, to uh, be a writer or just to sit and write stuff. You really have to be, to strategize and work and, and really be smart and study the craft. And that's, it's a, writing fucking sucks. It's a painful process. It, it, Everybody's going to tell you no, and so it requires like an immense amount of passion and a lot of um, dedication diligence. and sacrifice and diligence. and diligence. And you really have to be smart on how you how you develop as a writer. Also, I listened to an interview with uh, Kevin Smith on either How to Be Amazing or the Nerdist podcast, one of those two, and he had mentioned that when he wanted to become a filmmaker. I think his sister, someone said, stop saying that you want to be a filmmaker and just start telling people that you're a filmmaker. Or and better that, yet, start making films. Well, that was how... Even, we kind even, of, even lit that's what kind of changed for him, is that Make he was, just started telling people he was a filmmaker and started making films, and that's what helped. Like, stop, you know, rather than saying, I want to be a writer, I want to be a writer, just be a writer. Writing takes a lot of practice. Oh, it's fucking... It so takes sad. a lot of practice, but while you're practicing, it is helpful to be in Los Angeles meeting other people who are doing the same thing that you are. Going to UCB classes and taking sketch classes or nerd classes, that's a, one meeting so many people who are doing the same thing and making writers groups, and yeah. it's just it's fucking huge. I would say one one great reason to move to LA is uh, even if you're not a performer and you want to be a writer, is to go through the Groundlings or UCB and uh, study the craft of, of building characters and, and telling stories and also just being, like you said, surrounding yourself with like-minded people yeah. who have, and that helps so much if you're just around people who are doing the same things as you. It's a, like a healthy competition, especially at UCB where you just want to get better and you yeah. want to, and you you're not going to feel, mo- no one out in San Diego is going to motivate you to constantly keep writing. And then both of those uh, schools also have writing classes. Too. Plus if you want to be a filmmaker, Nerdist, IO. Los Angeles has always has a lot of Second really city. good light. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. A lot of light here all lot the time. Of light. A lot of you good don't natural need to light. Buy, uh, to set it up. Uh, I want to say also, he said it was seem daunting. Um, this is, is the same thing happened to me when I go to organize the cabinets. If they're a big mess, you know, <laughs> you say, oh my God. First goodness. of all, you got to get the suit on. That must take a while. <laughs> the cape. 
The cape. Ugh. The little head wrap. Helmut. The <laughs> Velcro is broken again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. You just do it step by step. Don't overwhelm your 